0: The Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protege Program presents the Lessons in Success podcast with Anna Steinfest. Every week, we will bring you the strategies and resources you need to build your business and add knowledge and expertise in order to have a profitable future for your business. Here's your host, the administrator of the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protege Program, Anna Steinfest.
1: Hello, everyone. And thank you for listening to our new episode of the podcast Lessons in Success. I'm here with my co host, Dr. Michael Troyer. And today we will continue the conversation about how to hire for success. Good morning, Michael. You know, from at the beginning, I would like you to recap our conversation we had last time about hiring for our listeners who did not listen to our podcast.
0: Good morning, Anna, and yes, uh, one, uh, we talked last time about the fact that the hiring process is very, very difficult, partly because we don't know how to measure uh, performance of employees very well, either the ones we're looking at or even the ones we have in our firm. Uh, Sometimes we don't see the outcome of that hiring decision for months or years, and we perhaps make mistakes sometimes on leaning too much on the assessments that are available, But we have to remember those are all written by people who have their own biases and we can be easily, frankly, misled by some of that. So we need to be thinking carefully about uh, not only what they've done, but how do they think about what they've done? How do they tell us more about the process they went through? That's what we really wanna learn. And so we're gonna talk a lot more about that today.
1: Yes, because last time we gave them, the suggestions to put together a scorecard before they start hiring, because they will be um, better focused and they will know what they're looking for because they will put in writing what exactly they're looking for. So um, we've talked about-
0: I'll add one more thing too, that when you hire, you need to be looking at not only the present position you've got open, and that's that scorecard and criteria, you need to be looking long term too. We we really want to hire somebody who's going to stay with us for five, ten years. Where do you see them in that in that fifth year or that tenth year? What do you need to find in them now that tells you this person you'll want to keep, as well as they'll want to stay. So,
1: absolutely. Uh, and just to add also, it's like you know going to that and and make sure that you know the transition even. It's like okay, now you're hiring it right now, but like Michael said, you have to kind of forecast or start few, uh, look into the future, how this position may evolve. Even the interviewing is one of one part of it and successfully interviewing is extremely, extremely important because as we know, like we will, we will have these canned questions where all the candidates already know the answers. And you will be so happy when they answer the exact way you want them to answer. But that is not what you're looking for. So today, I think we will try giving you some suggestions how to go beyond the wording. Okay.
0: Let's let, and let's be really direct and honest. So you're going to ask them, if, if you aren't listening to us, you're going to ask them, well, tell us about your experience over at XYZ Company. And uh, what did you do there? And how did you like it? Why are you leaving? Why are you looking for a job with this company? And tell us about a big challenge you faced. And in every one of those cases, one, is going to be a repetition of the resume. And two, you've given you told them, you need to market to us who you are so we can decide whether to hire you. So market the Dickens out of us and embellish everything you can. So what we're getting away from is all of that. Throw out all those old questions that I don't think work. Uh, one proposal I'd make what if you ask the applicant to tell a story? Tell me a story about a problem that you uh, had to take on in your last role. And I'm less interested in the outcome, whether you solved the problem or not. I'm much more interested in how you thought your way through it. What were the intrinsic underlying traits that you're sharing with me without even knowing it? Now, you're not going to get at that if you don't ask the why. So as you start to tell me the problem and how you solved it, I need to keep coming back in with those that wonderful creative method called the five whys. Well, why did you choose that approach? Well, why do you think that worked? Well, why did you feel that you were successful in solving that problem? And, and why do you think the firm was happy with what you tried to do? That is, we just keep plying them with whys and, and we move them out of the marketing back into some self-discovery on their part and some discovery on our part uh we could ask them for a problem or a conflict or an extra effort they had to do to accomplish something or even leading a team it doesn't matter but we give them a, a we ask them to tell us a story about themselves and then we ply them with lots of questions follow-ups
1: absolutely and um one thing like michael said and i kind of want to summarize that for uh our listeners what he suggests is for you to ask what so what is the story what exactly happened how it happened ask all the five why questions and all the time tell me more tell me more just to make sure that exhaust mm-hmm. Uh, you're exhausting them to be in their comfort zone. So, because they will, they will be, I mean, it will, you will exhaust their canned answers. Yes. And you have to kind of push going into the area they have not practiced yet before they come to you, to the interview.
0: In in fact, a wonderful closing question on it that that you make me think of would be at the end of this process of they're giving you an answer and you asking another why question. The very end, you might ask, Why is all of this important from your perspective now as you come to my company to be hired? Why is this all important? That is, again, uh, can they do self-reflection? Can they acknowledge, you know, it didn't all go well, but I've learned a lot. One of the things I want to know is do they still want to learn? And early on they want to tell me, Oh, I know everything. I can do it all. No, they can't. I can't either. So I I want to hear, can they show me some self-reflection? I also don't want the same old, same old from them. I want somebody who's coming in with some new ideas.
1: And um, just to add also, Michael, is uh, we mentioned this in the previous uh, episode, but I want to mention it to our listeners again. The book Who Mm -hmm. gives you kind of the recipe. And in fact, they give you some questions, interviewing questions. And according to them, there is like a you four interviews you should be um, doing. One is the screening interview. A lot of times it's done by the phone. So you'll have like a five questions. And if they pass these five questions, they can move to the next one. And the authors are saying that the, t- the next interview is the top grading interview. So you get more into the details you have after that focus interview in large companies that's that's it when you bring some other people interviewing and they suggest also the reference interview and they giving you uh, some questions you can ask the reference interview but as we know a lot of times the references you will you will give are your friends, or you have very good uh, relationship with them? So I don't know. In some cases, it is valid. In some cases, though, I don't believe that the references are very strong for consideration. Should you hire or not hire? So um, and and you know, in in the screening interview questions, it has to be like a sh- short phone uh, question with very very clear answers, for example, uh, what are your career goals? What are you really good at professionally? So what are you not good at or not interested in doing professionally? I mean, things like that. And I know that a lot of times they'll give you can uh, answers but you need to explore that. And if you can, again, follow the formula, Michael said, what? So tell me a story here. How? How did you handle that? And tell me more. Think about the why's, why, why, why. You'll be able to uh, get through it, the screening uh, the screening interview for about 30 minutes and then the top grading interview. Michael already suggested a few questions. I, add,
0: I want to add another piece to that too. I think we as the interviewer in that screening interview, we have to think about ourselves a little bit too. We, we have discovered through a lot of research that we are all prone to a lot of biases And assumptions. And one of the challenges often in the hiring process is that we underlying don't realize we're looking for somebody just like us. We want somebody who's just the same as us. And that may be the worst thing you can do for your firm. You probably need, really honestly, to find somebody who's different from you. You want to be looking for diversity because that's going to bring in fresh ideas. So if you really like the answers to this person's questions and you've been the one who created the answers, are you leading them down a path to answering the way you want to hear the answers so that you're going to hire them because you like them because they're just like you Uh, and and that can be very dangerous. So think carefully about that. Uh, I think on on is also getting you to think about asking the unexpected questions, not the ones they've heard before, but the ones that are going to force them on their feet to think of an appropriate answer because they couldn't sit there the hours before the interview thinking about how they might answer that question because it's never been asked before so i really think the unexpected question is going to be very valuable but think about what you're looking for as an answer be sure you're open broad not full of assumptions about how they should answer that question and you're looking at how they think not what they think
1: i agree with that statement i mean especially in in this in this state, um, you need to have diversity of thought if you want your company to go forward, because you need to be like Michael said, challenged. Again, you have to go back and see what are the requirements for your position. You know, there's different positions, but um, if you need a staff to make sure that you know, like it challenges you and it bring innovative, um, innovative um, angle to the company that will move or push. Your
0: team forward. An, an example I might give too is we've talked about this this dashboard in our earlier conversation, and and wanting to have criteria in front of this, then I think you might begin to pose your questions relative to those criteria, but again, not not so sort of the same as others that have asked them in other interviews, but but how you want to ask them for your firms. For example, one of one of the things I hear clients asking most about is I want somebody who has drive whatever that might mean, however that's defined. Uh, rather than saying, tell me about your drive or uh, maybe what are your passions, which they've kind of prepared for. I like to ask them to tell me what you did when you were in school, not in the classroom, but what other things did you do in school? I'm really getting at, at outside activities like sports or, or uh, a hobby they dug into or something they did that they really wanted to be successful at to, to achieve. As they talk to me about those outside activities, I can tell whether they have drive or not. If they wanted to be a better basketball player, I'm, I'm gonna hear that they weren't as good as they wanted to be, but they really enjoyed it, but they have a drive to succeed. Uh, so that's the side of, type of questions we have to get at, rather subtly and indirectly, to find out if they have drive to be more than they are right now.
1: Absolutely, They wanna learn. And I heard one business owner, he always will ask, What was the last book you read? Mm -hmm. Because he, um, his company has a very um, culture of education and fast pace. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure that you're reading a lot to make sure that um, you get the new uh, and it's, I mean, his company is very innovative. So, and he wants you to know whether, okay, now this person really wants to educate and self-improve himself yeah. that's sure. what kind of people he's looking for so as soon as he here and he's very well read himself
0: the good implication here is you you don't you're not coming in thinking you know it all as a candidate uh and we're judging that by what book you've read not just the nature of the book but whether you're a reader of books a reader of things to learn um, and I, it's interesting because you reminded me and i've completely forgotten one of my first and best clients Required that I read a book and then come in and talk with them about the book before they'd hire me. This was to do a strategic plan for Pete's sake. So I had about a week to read this book, figure out what I thought it was saying, and go back in. I got the job, fortunately, but I had to show I could read and understand and apply that book to to the things I was going to be confronting in this firm. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I think great idea.
1: There is creative ways you can search what exactly this person in front of you is, how they will react in certain situations, because that's what you're trying to assess.
0: Yes. I, I, another another approach, by the way, another unique question to me is to to actually give them a problem in your firm. And uh, I propose a real problem. And I know some of you feel that your, per, your firm maybe is perfect and they don't have a problem. And I'm saying, come on, let's get over it now. Uh, None of us are perfect. We all have problems in our firm. So give them that problem uh, and then ask them how they would approach the solution to that problem or how they would deal with that problem. And I'm looking for a number of things there. One, do they come right back and ask me qualifying questions? Are they smart enough to know that they really don't know enough about the problem? So they're smart enough to ask for help want to come back well tell me more about the problem that's a good candidate if they know to do that do I hear them thinking creatively about that problem or do they talk about what they need to talk to other people and get creative ideas from others that's a person who's going to work well in a small team mm-hmm. that's a person who isn't going to do it the way they've always been taught to do it uh, when they talk about a problem they've solved where they in, in the company they were, they were with previously or in their schooling. Do they give recognition to others who help them solve the problem? I want somebody who, who recognizes that they needed help from others, who doesn't say, well, I did this all myself. There's, there's a selling mode again. Um, so they're implying, really, that they either want to work with you or they're there to simply convince you that they can do it. And, and then you know you've got a candidate you probably want to be wary of. Uh, in fact, I think we can say that good future leaders Know how to define the right problem, and then to discover new answers. Those are the kinds of things we're looking at when we give them a real problem from our business.
1: Yeah, and and I think that what they uh, what our listeners uh, can do is they can put together the competencies of the position they need. Like Michael said, every position needs different competencies. So, and you put uh, the competency on one line, and then put together. A number of questions how should they recognize that this person has this competency and this is the way he thinks to make sure that you kind of check market during your conversation
0: and I like what you're presenting because we're not going back to show us that competency in the things you did in the past I want to hear that competency in terms of how you're gonna help me solve problems in my business So that I know you can make that translation where I talked about that CEO who couldn't make the translation from one business to another and failed. Uh, If I had to name probably three broad areas of criteria, I would say I want ability. So I want problem solving and some ability to think in new ways. I want some social skills. I want to know they know how to interact and build relationships and that they have the comfort level to say uh, uh, Mr. Troyer, I don't understand the problem you're talking about. Can can you help me understand it better? They're going to win points with me when they do that, rather than tell me right away all the good things they are going to do. And then I want to hear some real drive in them. And that's where I have to ask them about other things in their life. Uh, but if, if you've worked at other things in your life and you've had success, you, you're telling me you know how to get things done and you like to learn. And uh, I want to find those, but I won't, if I ask you. Ask you those questions directly, you'll give me a wonderful marketing answer. And I oh, wonder, what
1: answer. yeah, it's a given, it's yeah. a given, Michael. So, to summarize for our listeners our conversation today, what are the main points?
0: Well, we're, we're talking about the kinds of questions to ask to learn all that we can. And I started out by saying it's good to get them to tell you a story about a problem or a conflict they would solve. And I, I really put it into your own firms, you're going to learn more when they don't know the problem completely. It's not one they've done before. So you're gonna begin to hear how they think and whether they have a desire to learn. Do they ask you lots of questions to clarify that, that problem you presented to them? Uh, keep in mind, you're also asking asking an unexpected question, which is always a good way to dig out information. You move past the sales job that they're involved in, you move past the political answer, you get down to, a, can this person be honest and direct with me? And one of the most direct things would be to say, I need more information about the problem you've given me. Good, I I want you to ask, because you probably by no means know it all right now. Uh, Do they want to work with me on the problem rather than claim they can do it all themselves? And uh, finally, uh, we've talked about that dashboard, the need to help to have a set of criteria in front of us. And to me, the broad areas are ability, social skills and drive. But you have to have specific questions to dig that out. And then you have to keep asking why as follow-ups to learn more. And then maybe we'll be a little bit better at the hiring process than we've been in the past. It won't be perfect, but we'll be better.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is, is better than zero. So yeah. I would like to thank you, everyone, for joining us today. I'm, of course, Anna Steinfest, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Michael Troyer. Keep watching for us at Lessons in Success.
0: This podcast was brought to you by the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protege Program and the Digital Department of Northeast Wisconsin Technical College.